God bless you guys. God bless you guys. Welcome to another episode on Life as Young Believers. I'm just so honored to be sharing another word with you guys. And it's just an honor every time I get on this mic and open my mouth, you know, and proclaim the name of Jesus. And uh, here we are, another episode. Um, you know, we all know Halloween is tomorrow. And well, I'm filming this on Thursday, but when I release it, it's going to be uh, Saturday and Halloween's on Sunday. And we understand as Christians that we shouldn't be celebrating that. And I wanted to release this Saturday to bring hope and uh, life through this message because we all know that the enemy uses Halloween to, he distracts many Christians, he distracts many people. And makes it believe that it's just a fun holiday. And reality is another way he attacks us, right? We're going to have another episode on that uh, soon. Because I want to talk about that. But today I just want to focus on uh, his word. And uh, the Holy Spirit uh, reminded me and brought me back to a, a passage. That some of us look over what one of the true intentions of it is. And... Uh, before I start, I just would like to uh, let you know, follow us on Instagram at Life is Young Believers, uh, Apple Apple Music, Spotify, we're all on there. Uh, follow me at Jules that Carry On. It's in the bio of Life is Young Believers, or you can just look it up, Jules that Carry On on Instagram. Facebook, I'm just my name, Julian Carry On. And you can also f- um, find Christian on Instagram at Chris Diaz, or you can just look it up in the bio on Instagram. Uh, I'm saying this not to like promote us, but like <laughs> just to like keep it, keep an update with us, you know, uh, getting more physical, um, getting more like personal touch with us. You can just follow us on Instagram. We will give you a text. We'll do everything we can to uh, just interact with you guys because we want to make this interactive, not just us speaking, not just us telling stories, but also you guys telling stories and you guys telling testimonies and life and um, just bringing just bringing the name of Jesus up. And let's just dive in. Let me uh, pray real quick first. So, Lord, thank you, Lord. Thank you for this time, Lord. You brought us all together. Thank you for this word you brought to my heart, Lord. Let it pierce each and every one of our hearts, Lord. Holy Spirit of God, give us a new revelation. I thank you, Lord, and make us new, new creations, Lord. Make us new people after this. In the name of Jesus, amen. Amen. Guys, if I sound a little tired, I just woke up a couple hours ago. Uh, it's been a long couple of weeks. If you follow me on Instagram, I've been doing a lot. I wrote a lot. <laughs> but that's ministry, you know. And I love it so much. Even though my body is tired, my spirit is up more alive than ever. And I love it, you know, serving with the youth, uh, interceding on Sundays and not only Sundays, every day. Uh, preaching on Instagram, you know. Uh, giving encouraging videos, but also encouraging people. It, it, it's amazing what how God has used me in so young, but also uh, pray for Christian right now. He's suffering through uh, physical uh, physical pain, some physical pain right now. Just pray for him, and let's dive deep in the Word today. So we're going to be reading, I'm going to be reading from Mark 5, Mark 5, Mark chapter 5, verses 21 to 34. That's again, Mark chapter 5, verses 21 to 34. And before I uh, explain this, uh, before I read this, I just want you to uh, to hear the topic I'm going to be teaching on today is get into his feet. 
to get into his feet. And let's just dive deep because many people do not uh, see this passage as getting to his feet. But I'm going to show you something that the Holy Spirit showed me. So it says, verse 20, 21, When Jesus had again crossed over by the boat to the other side of the lake, a large crowd gathered around him while he was by the lake. The one, Then one of the synagogue leaders named Jairus came, and when he saw Jesus, he fell at his feet. He pleaded earnestly with him, My little daughter is dying. Please come and put your hands on her so that she will be healed and live. So Jesus went with him. A large crowd followed and pressed around him. And a woman, and a woman was there who had been subject to bleeding for 12 years. 12. Wow. Verse 26. She had suffered a great deal under the care of many doctors and had spent all she had. All she had. Yet instead of getting better, she grew worse. When she heard about Jesus... She came up behind him in the crowd and touched his cloak, verse 28, because she thought, if I touch his cloak, his clothes, I will be healed. Verse 29, immediately her bleeding stopped and she felt in her body that she was freed from her suffering. At once Jesus realized the power had gone out from him. He turned around in the crowd and asked, who touched my cloak? You can see the people crowding against you, his disciples answered, and yet you can ask, who touch me but jesus kept looking around to see who had done it verse 33 then the woman knowing what had happened to her came and fell at his feet and traveling with fear told him the whole truth he said to her daughter your faith has healed you go in peace and be freed from your suffering wow wow so right there I'm sorry, guys, if you hear my dog, she's being real annoying right now. But right there we have Jesus, right, as he, um, as a synagogue leader approaches him. Uh, he goes walking towards the uh, house where the synagogue leader uh, family member was. Uh, and through that, you know, a large crowd started following him. And then a woman who was bleeding uh, touched his cloak and was healed. But that's not what I want to focus on today. So many people focus on that. But I want to focus on the action she took afterwards. So let's dive deep first and explain each part of this so we can lead it, lead it up to that. You see, we have Jesus being guided by a synagogue leader to a house where someone is dying. His disciples were with him, and there was people surrounding him from all areas. This woman who has been bleeding for 12 years. 12 years was in the crowd. Imagine the pain. For 12 years, you just see blood coming out. For 12 years, you feel broken. Imagine the constant suffering. That every day you wake up like that. That every minute you walk, you look like that. Every second you talk, you sound like that. She was excluded from social contact. No one wanted to touch her. No one wanted to interact with her because of her season she was living in. But her season was 12 years. Every single day she woke up in the same yesterday, in the same situation, situation as yesterday. Imagine, some of us complain that we... Are in a long season in our lives, but this woman for 12 years was suffering. Imagine 12 years back to back to back days. 
This is how most of us feel at the moment. We are always in pain. We are always suffering and grieving. Then we feel so bad that we flee from social contact. Do some of do some of you feel that way today? That you feel so unclean that you flee from social contact. Every single day you wake up in the same living condition as yesterday. Do some of you feel like that? Because there was a point in my life where I felt like that, where I felt like I wasn't worthy enough, where I felt like I wasn't, I wasn't able to approach God. You see, this is not only a problem of the physical, but it's also a problem of the spiritual. Even though yes, she was bleeding, and yes, that was crazy. But in the Old Testament, we see. That she was labeled as unclean. She couldn't, you know, do anything because she was labeled ritually unclean. Wow, ritually unclean. Imagine that even to the point that in the law, if you touched the Messiah, if she would have touched Jesus, Jesus would have been recognized as dirty. So she said, "No, no, no." If only I can touch his clothes. No, no, no. I'm too dirty. If only, if only I can just touch his clothes. Cause she, cause she felt like she couldn't even approach God. She felt like she was so dirty that no one, no one, wanted to touch her, wanted to heal her, wanted to see her victory. But she heard about the power of Jesus. There was hope. Verse twenty-seven says, "When she heard about Jesus, she has never seen Jesus in her life." All she's known is that a man from, let's say, New York with followers is going around performing and miracles and deliverances. Imagine you hear a man from a different city just perform miracles and deliverances. And you're like, I got to touch that man's clothes. She didn't even see him. She only heard. That's all it took. All she had to hear was Jesus. All she had to hear was the name of Jesus that motivated her to go into that place. But I, I don't want to talk about that today. I do not want to talk about that. You see, yes, when she touched Jesus, she was healed. Yes, when she touched Jesus, she was physically saved. She was bleeding no more. But I, 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 love, I love what happens after this. You see, after she touched Jesus, Jesus goes and says, who touched my clothes? And he repeats a question. Who touched my clothes? Imagine it. The most powerful person living on the planet. Literally God in the flesh is asking a question. Who touched me? You see, when the woman touched him, she fled. When the woman touched him, she hid in the crowd. Why? Because she, she just wanted a miracle. And, and that's what we want to do. We 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 hide from Jesus because we feel like we don't deserve to be in a relationship with Him. We we hide from Jesus because we feel like we can't be a disciple of Him. We do everything in our power to get away from the loving, peaceful presence of God because we think we do not deserve to be in His presence. Some of us even go to church for a miracle, but when it happens, we flee. Why? Because we feel like we're not worthy enough. We feel like we've been unclean for so long. We feel like we've been bleeding. We feel like we've been suffering for so long. So Jesus asked the question, who touched me? Because isn't it so beautiful that even when we flee, he calls out to us? Even when we hide, he tries to find us? 
but he's a gentleman, so he will ask and not just barge in the door. He will knock and not just barge in the door. Where are you, children? Where are you, my child? That's what Jesus is doing. He's calling out to you today because you've been hiding for so long. Let me go back to this, though. She did not receive her true freedom when that miracle in her body occurred. This is when she received her miracle. Verse 32. But Jesus kept looking around to see who had done it. Then the woman, verse 33, knowing what had happened to her, came and fell at his feet and trembling with fear, told him the whole truth. When Jesus found her, the woman came to his feet. That's my message today. When Jesus finds you, you need to go to his feet. Because it's at his feet where true be freedom began. It's when she didn't care anymore how much she was unclean. All she focused about was getting to his feet. As she told him the whole truth, he was able to speak and free her. It says, verse 34, he said to her, daughter, your faith has healed you. Go in peace and be free from your suffering. Wow. You see, at the, at the feet of Jesus, when she told him the whole truth, he took away every suffering. In the first part, he said, your faith has healed you. But then he says, go in peace and be free from your suffering. It's about repenting and accepting that you need him and accepting that he wants you. Many of us saying that God doesn't need me. Yes, he doesn't need me, but he wants you. Even though you're hiding, he wants you so bad that he's calling out to you. Where are you, my child? Who touched my clothes? He doesn't care and think that you are unclean. He doesn't think you are too sinful. He doesn't think you are a failure. He doesn't think you've been made an addict. That all you are is an addict. He wants you more than you want him. He wants you to get to his feet. Why? Because he knows when you do that, that's when your freedom arises in your heart. That's when this woman was released of her suffering, of her torture, and her mindset of thinking she was unclean, of thinking she was unworthy, of thinking she wasn't a regular person. That's when she was made free, when she got to the feet of Jesus. And I encourage you today, as I preached, as I speak to you right now, some of you need to get to the feet of Jesus. You've been trying your 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 trying yourself and trying to do it all by yourself for so long. But but isn't it beautiful that when you get to the feet of Jesus, you recognize that you can't do it by yourself? Yes, you may need a physical healing, but when you get to the feet of Jesus, he truly frees you. And I want to make that an emphasis. It doesn't matter what's happening around you. Jesus wants you so much. That he calls out to you even though you're hiding. He's calling out to you through me. Where are you, child? Because some of us are hiding from his face. But all he wants is for you to recognize the truth. Tell him the truth and get to his feet. So he can free you. He's not going to do it. He's a gentleman. He's not going to do it unless you do it. Unless she move out in faith like this woman did. Wow. I want to end right there. Get to the feet of Jesus, guys. That's what it's about. It's not about perfection. It's not about being the best. It's not about our actions. It's not about this world. 
It's not about technology. It's not about Instagram. It's not about social media. It's not even about this podcast. It's about getting to his feet. It's all about Jesus. Guys, if I make it, if I make it ever not about Jesus, please let me know. Because I'm doing this because of Jesus, because he freed me, because he gave me salvation, because he took every pain away, because he made me free, because he delivered me. That's why I do this. I don't do this because I want to raise my voice. I don't want to do this because I want to raise my agenda. I don't, I don't want to do this because I want to do my will. No, I want to do the will of the Father. I want to live out the life that Jesus caused us to live out. That's all I want to do. I want to proclaim his name, not my name. And this is what it's all about. Getting to his feet. Because that's all that matters. is Jesus. And I want to end it there. Wow. <laughs> that was a good couple of minutes. I felt the really spirit moving and touching my heart. But I also know the people, uh, whoever listens to it, who's listening to this right now, it, this message has also impacted your life. And I, I just pray that you would let this message really sink in your heart, but also that you will move with this message because nothing will happen if you don't move, that you will move and go out and actually get to the feet of Jesus so he can heal your heart. So I want to pray to close out. Thank you, Father, for this day, Lord. Thank you for letting your Holy Spirit move in me, Lord. Thank you, Lord, for bringing us all here to listen to your word. I pray in the name of Jesus, Lord. Show us how we need to get to his feet. How? What do we need to sacrifice? What do we need to do? Lord, let your will be done in each of our lives, Lord. In the name of Jesus, amen, amen. Amen, guys. Uh, may Remember, follow us on Instagram. Follow us on uh, Apple Music, on Spotify. Uh, get ready for a new episode also coming out soon. Uh, I, I want to so bad to uh, do an episode on Halloween if I can. I promise I'll try my best to uh, gather some information and just teach you guys about Halloween. But also, uh, just thank you guys for tuning in. Thank you guys for being so great uh, supporters. Uh, God bless you. I love you guys and have a good day.